In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. So this is our Sister Wives Rewind. We are on Season 5, Episode 7. This is the polygamist pilgrimage into the past. Ooh. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Very interesting. I just want to also remind you that we are covering season 18 of Sister Wives currently. Uh, Those episodes drop on Monday and our rewind drops on Tuesday. So please, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so you can get both of those in a timely manner. And um, so let's get started with a pilgrimage pilgrimage. past. Yes. Now, they're going the browns are going on another road trip Mm -hmm. 1600 miles they think they can do it in three days i think it ended up taking a little bit longer um they're going to nauvoo illinois good good times yes who wouldn't want to go to nauvoo illinois the kids they announced to the, uh, the kids they're going on this trip and all the teens just you know uh, McKelty oh, yeah. put like her fingers to her head like she was shooting herself. <laughs> I mean, they are all just like, oh, shit. W- no. Was there one? They want to go to California. They're like, can yeah. the teens go to California? And um, two of them did. Oh, Logan and Hunter got lucky oh, for them. Yes. Got to stay home because Hunter was going to a football camp and I'm not quite sure what Logan's excuse was. He had stuff Logan to do. Logan had stuff to do. Yeah. Maybe that's why, remember, Logan had to go paint those houses. Right. For the He's thing. like, I've done my. Yeah. He was like, listen, duty. I'll paint these houses. Yeah. I'll go to Utah and paint these houses, but, but I'm, I'm not, not going to Nauvoo. No. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm 18 and you can't make me. No. So. And the reason for going to Nauvoo is because this is where the LDS church started. And uh, Cody says it's like their Jerusalem. Yes. This is where Joseph Smith. uh, He introduced plural marriage into their faith. Yes. And it also it led to his death. Yes. It's very dramatic. Yes. A real history lesson here. Yes. But I love the first scene. It's Logan's birthday. 
And he's tearing up a bunch of mock tapioca pudding. <laughs> that was his gift. That Christine made him yes, for his yes. birthday. Um, so then we, uh, and of but course. Do you know, you know, Tara's going. Oh, yeah. I was to say, oh, okay. Robin's sister Tara is coming because Robin <laughs> cannot, even with all the wives and everybody yes. together, she cannot take care of her children alone. <laughs> Without at least one nanny. Yes. Without, without her coming along. Yeah. So, so yes. Mary is loading the RV, of course. Um, yes. They're all, you know, so I guess they've got this tight schedule. Yes. Yeah. And so I guess Robin and Christine are going to be staying in hotels because they have the young kids. And Janelle and Mary are staying in the RVs. They have two RVs. And, you know, Janelle likes an RV. Oh, God. Yes, Janelle likes an RV. And, you know, Mary, she basically get the RV to herself, probably. So, But first, they have to stop in St. George to go to the owner <laughs> to, a to a family pond. This guy, Chris Blockham, where he's the owner of Hiram Smith's home in Nauvoo. And that's the house that the Brown family is staying in. So they have to pick up the keys. Oh, God. This is so weird. So is Hiram Smith like the son? Of no, Joseph he is the Smith? brother, oh, the of, brother. Jo- okay. of Joseph Smith. So they're the best friend. They're like best friends or something and brothers. Well, and, you know, I think this pawn shop guy, I think in later episodes. We see him. Then yeah. He shows up in Nauvoo. And I'm like, well, then th- that was so weird. It was like, then we see him in Nauvoo. And I'm like, OK, number one. Why didn't you just give, if you're going to be in Nauvoo, why don't you just give him the keys when you get there? And then also, how did you get to Nauvoo before the Browns did? They probably flew. (laughs) They were on the road for like four days. I know, but I was just like, okay, so then why meet at that pawn shop? I don't know. It was so weird. Well, and also later when McKelty goes to college, she goes to college in St. George and she works at this pawn shop mm. and this, the, this family, Chris and his family are sort of like her, you know, I don't know, like her point of contact there and mm-hmm. watch They're watching out for her anyway. Um, so, Oh, is this, the, okay. So is this where they, they're looking at this uh, picture of Brigham Young? Yes. Yes. And um, so, Brigham Young was responsible for moving uh, the LDS followers from Illinois to Salt Lake City. Yes. And I don't know. Did you ever get this? Oh, God. Well, I know exactly up, what you're going to yes. say. So our last name is Brigham. People would always ask us, are you Mormon? Are yeah. you related to Brigham Young? And it's like, no, that is his first name. Well, because I would say people could not get the name Brigham. Mm hmm. Because it's B-R-I-G-H-A-M. And so people would say Brigham. Or Brigham. Yeah. Put or, an N or in there. They would want to put an N in there. Bring, Brigham. Mm-hmm. And, or U-M. And I would say, no, Brigham spelled like Brigham Young. And you would use that as a reference because mm-hmm. people out in California would know that because, you know, Utah is pretty close to California-ish. And so you would say like Brigham, like Brigham Young. And people go, oh, you Mormon. And it's like, no. Brigham's his first name. Yeah. And and I don't understand why people number one, I don't understand why people have such a hard time with Brigham. I've never understood it. Yeah. And um and yeah, it's like no, it's his first name. And it and Brigham is a very common name. And the other thing is 
on the East Coast, mm-hmm. people got it much more because Brigham's a much more common name on the yeah, East Coast. Yeah, it's a very common English surname. And the people who founded, you know, the Boston area. Yeah, Brigham and Women's Brigham's. Hospital. Yeah. There's Brigham Circle. There's Brigham, you know, there's a lot of Brigham's. Um, I think our ancestors, maybe, I guess. Oh, yeah. We have ancestors who owned... Uh, Brigham's like, ice cream owned like a lot of land in in Boston and that area. And that's it was a big family. But that always irritated me. Like, oh, are you Mormon? Yeah. Or are you this? Or are you that? And yeah, just the fact that they could not get the name right always seemed odd to me. But yes, but I didn't know this about Brigham Young at all, that he was. So I guess when Joseph Smith died, Brigham Young took over mm-hmm. and he's the one that brought it here. I was like, oh, I'm learning a lot here. And yeah, this little, got a little history lesson. But I guess Cody apparently looks like Brigham Young. Oh, he, well, he thinks he does. He thinks he does, but they're all debating whether or not Brigham, and it's so weird, they're all calling him Brigham, Brigham, whether or not he's handsome or not, or I just, I think it's just so funny how all three of those women, four of those women think he's so hot. Yeah. Or I don't, Janelle never says anything about it, but definitely Mary and Christine and Robin think he's just so cute. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, if you just saw him on the street or, you know, whatever, you'd look at him and I mean, he's a objectively attractive person, you know, his scent, the symmetry of the face. And I don't know, you know what I mean? He's I think if he shaved his head, I think he'd look a lot better with a shaved head. Personally, myself, I do. Yeah, he's not unattractive. But the minute he opens his mouth, (laughs) you know, it's like, oh, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he's. He's he's not bad looking. And you, when you look at, well, now I think he is. But when you look at the pictures of him, you know, as a teen and a young oh, yeah, man. He's he, cute he, as a teen. He was, looks like something out of a Sears catalog yes. or something. Oh, yeah. The you blonde know? hair. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know. All right. Anyway. So, day one, they need to go from Las Vegas to Grand Junction, Colorado, which is 525 oh, miles. That's a lot. That's a lot. I was like, so... Mary, it was it Mary that was saying or Cody they were like they were saying, well, normally that would be eight or nine hours, but it took them fifteen to sixteen mm-hmm. hours. And so Cody calls for a family meeting. Oh, but can before we get to yeah. that, he blames it on all the times they had to stop to have the kids use the bathrooms. But I'm sorry, don't RVs have bathrooms mm-hmm. in them? Yeah, that's what I was wondering about too. Like these RVs have bathrooms and I understand the kid ne- kids need to stop and like, I can understand if you're all in a car and your kids need to stretch their legs, but aren't all the kids in the RV? Yeah, aren't they all like, they're all in the RV. You have food in there. You right. can move around and you can go to the bathroom. So other than the driver and all you really need to do then is Just pull over, pull over, use the bathroom. But even so, even if you can't use the, let's say you can't use the bathroom on the thing. All you would need to do is get everyone to go to the bathroom, switch out drivers. That really should take 30 minutes, mm-hmm. max, mm-hmm. max. Yeah. I so don't, I don't understand I don't what's understand happening here. That. But anyway, yeah. So Cody calls a family meeting at 11 p.m. And but yeah. <laughs> and of course, everyone's exhausted mm-hmm. and tired and just beyond. So no one's listening to him mm-hmm. and to talk about we got to get on the road earlier. So their big solution to this problem is to get on the road an hour earlier. That's the thing. It's like, what more time are you going to try to find? Yeah. Yeah. They have to go 440 miles to Kansas. 
from Grand Junction to Goodland, Kansas. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, my God. So it's another long day. What did they call him? Grumpy Grumpty? Grumpty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he says he's going to bed at 2, 3 in the morning. And it's like, well, why? What are you doing? If it's 11 o'clock, go to bed. Well, yeah. Like, why are you staying up till 2 or 3 in the morning doing what? Yeah, but I think, again, I think this is, this is, I think this is who this is some of Cody's issues is, is that you see him, he gets out, he's like plugging in the RVs and he's like, uh, and I think he's like, I got to go talk to all my wives and I've got to have these family meetings. It's like, you know what? So why don't you, why don't you do what you do at home and like delegate these things? Mm -hmm. Why don't you say, okay, you do this, you do that. It's like, you know why Logan's not there. Daddy yeah. Logan's not there. Yeah. I bet you you're doing a lot more crapola oh, because yeah. Daddy Logan is not there to organize stuff to keep things running. Right. And Hunter, he, they're down to you know two very important team members. Yes, yes, yeah, you're right. So the next day, as they're uh, well, okay, wait. So I don't so know. So that's what, day two. That's another so long day. That's Nothing day happens. Nothing really happens. So now we're on day three where they have to go from Kansas to Missouri and they're behind schedule. Like they should have already been there. Yeah. But I mean, God, they're going a lot of miles every day. And well, how did they think they were going to go 1600 miles in three days? That's Ugh. not possible. Yeah. So they've got 475 miles this day. And it's very, very windy mm -hmm. and it's kind of scary. Like yeah. the RV is going all over the road and they have to like pull over. And is this where Cody um, is Oh, he's he's really stressed out. This is where he comes in and yells at Mary. He yells at Mary. I don't know why Mary's like, I'm fine to drive. I don't see who else is going to drive. Nobody else can drive the RV. Mm -hmm. uh, but Mary. So she's just <laughs> I don't know why he and then he, Cody says he wants he wants to be able to bark orders and have them obeyed. Yes. And then he slams the door and storms off and everyone's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah, he he storms off and and she's there with Robin and they're like, what the what just happened? Yeah. And then he comes back to see then comes back in and and then he's gets upset again. Did he come back into the I don't place? remember. I guess he was so tired. But I guess the whole the whole issue was that he wanted to spend time with each wife. He was like, I need a rotation. I need a rotation for all my wives. And blah, blah, blah. that was like his whole big issue was that he 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 wanted to spend time with each wife. And I guess because Mary, was it Mary? Because she kept driving. He couldn't spend time. With oh, her? God, Cody, this is not the time. Yes. You just need to get there. Yeah. Get everybody there in one piece in a reasonable time. Why are you worried about all this other stuff? And both of them are saying, can you just go back there and like go take a fucking nap? Like you yeah. nap. Go to sleep. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Go to sleep. <laughs> like scary island. Yes. It's like, go to sleep. <laughs> go to bed. God, shut up. Stop eating those jelly beans, Cody, and go to sleep. Yeah. We're done. Yes. Jeez. You know, God. So finally, so they make it to Topeka, Kansas. This guy, Ron Lesman. I oh, wanna, at Truckhenge? Oh, Truckhenge. I want to know where Ron Lesman was on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> He is a Ron character. Is a character. Ron was a character. Truckhenge. 
Oh my God. But this was so funny too, because it was just kind of like you, you, you all were obsessed with getting in all these crazy miles, but it was like, let's stop at truck. Yeah. Like this, this, let's this, not, you know, <laughs> this was the thing. I mean, it seemed like it was a big hit with everybody. The kids loved it and I'm mm-hmm. glad. Well, they're just happy to get out of the RV. Yeah. But it was like, okay, so wait a second. Do you only have like a week for this vacation? Like it seemed like it was summertime. Why you're going across the country mm-hmm. in these RVs? Like, why do you have to get there so quickly? Why? Yeah. Like, why do, why do you, why can't you stop? It's not like you have jobs to come back to. I like, mean, yeah, like, you, you're all doing the same thing. Job. Yeah. This job. So why can't you spread do, it out? Yeah. Why can't you take a whole week to get there? Why can't you do 200 miles in a day? You know, why can't you? Yeah. I, I stop at places and do things along the way. I mean, this is insane. No idea. It really is. It's just, it's, it's stressing everyone out. And I can't yeah. imagine what it's like for the kids. I mean, so um, anyway, this Ron Lessman, he was, I guess he hates the government. And so the government, I guess, I wasn't kind of listening to him completely. I was like fascinated by him. But I guess the government did it. Was it the government that told him they he had to raise up his trucks? And every time he said, raise up my truck, he flipped so them flipped, off. Yeah, he's flipping them off. So the government told him he had to raise up his truck. So he, he had to pick up his trucks. So he had to pick up his truck. So he decided to pick up his truck. So all of his trucks are mounted or cemented halfway into the ground so it looks like the trucks are all like they're taking off like for flight or something yes like they're gonna they're gonna fly out yeah Uh, it's he's bizarre this is bizarre it's all bizarre yes so anyway um he was a character but he pretty much like he lets it's fun to go and then um i guess you can spray paint the trucks you can do lots of fun things Mm -hmm. so the kids liked it um but they uh they got into the pony express rv park so late that night so late like one or two in the morning or something i guess yeah this is where uh, i guess and the hotels are 12 miles away so i guess cody has to drive half or most of the people to these hotels, drop them off, then has to come back. So he, he, why does he have to do that? And at first I was kind of confused. I'm like, why does he have to do that? Oh, they could just go and, oh, you know why? I bet you because it's, it's Robin and Christine who are going to the hotel. Probably neither one of them wants to drive the RV. Cause we never see them driving. Wait a minute. But, but there's, but they have a car car because Christine's driving her car. Why she can't is? she? Yeah. Cause so, I so there's that. two RVs and then there's a car because we see Christine in just her van. Oh, I so missed there's, that. So there is a van. So Christ, I don't understand that. And, and at first I thought, okay, so then maybe it's Robin's night. I got the sense of like, oh, so maybe Cody's upset that he has to then get and go 12 miles to this to drive i don't know again it was so weird i was like like, why what is this 12 miles thing why is this bothering you so much well like you were saying he has to he feels like he has to like control everything go with them to the hotel say good night to everybody you know what i mean it's like yeah you can let that go cody just Mm -hmm. just like try to do the bare minimum Mm -hmm. to just so you can go to sleep 
Yeah. You know? Well, and so, yeah, I didn't understand that. I didn't know it was like, is it Robin's night? So you have to go to the hotel? Like, but there is another car there. So I was just like, why can't these two women just go with their babies? Like, Mm -hmm. all the other kids are fine. Like, camp, sit in the RVs. Everybody knows you've done this. We're now on day four. Like, you all kind of know what you're doing now. You should have a routine by now. Yeah, you should have a routine. You should all know what you're doing. And so he goes to, does he go to Mary? He goes to Mary and he says, well, I'm not going to be up early tomorrow. And he storms right up to her and she's just like, okay, why are you telling me? Like, why do you keep taking all this out on me? He was really a pill. Uh Uh-huh. Really bad. Yeah. And so So. this is when he had to call on God to help him. (laughs) Do you remember that? He had to call on God. Uh, Did God answer? I don't know. I don't know what God told him. I can't remember. (laughs) All right. So day four. This is the last. We're down to the last 250 miles. I'm exhausted. I can't even tell. I'm exhausted. But then they had to make another stop. They stopped in Hannibal, Missouri to go to Mark Twain's boyhood home. Yes. Yes. I was like, okay. Yeah. You know what, though? I will say this really made me think. I think maybe once my son goes off. Well, he probably is not going to leave the house, but <laughs> well, someday when he when he well, when he finishes school, <laughs> when maybe well, when he when he's able to stay home alone for extended periods of time, I'll say it like that. I do. I want to drive across country because I've never really like all these places that they went to. Like, I don't know if I want to go to Nauvoo, no. but like all of these places, I was like, I've never really seen the middle of this no. country. I've never driven across country. My husband has, no, I haven't either. but I've never really done that. I've never, like I've seen up and down the, the Pacific coast. I've, I've seen, seen both coasts. I've seen both coasts Ch- many times. Chicago. <laughs> I've seen, you know, and yeah. I, but I've never really driven across country and I'm like, I want to see these things. Like I've never been to Missouri. I've never been to like Kansas. I want to see, you know, Utah. Oh, yeah. No, I think it'd be great to go to like, is it South Dakota where the, um, um, God, why am I blanking on the name of the, uh, where the president's faces oh, are yeah. carved in God, the, no, um, I can't think of it. Um, uh, Mount Rushmore. Yes. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. I d- I've never I, been to the Grand Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon, Mount Rushmore. Um, you know, I'm, I just started watching Yellowstone, not you know, got on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, Montana. Oh, I yeah. See I'd Montana, love to go to Montana. Um, Wyoming. You know, I want to go to all these places. I know. So, but I really don't want to drive. I don't want to drive across the country or yeah. drive. I don't know. That's a lot. I, well, I, I have a hard time just driving to LA. Well, I don't want to drive. I don't, I don't want to drive an RV. Oh, no, it's too stressful. I don't know if I want to. I, you know what? That's the other thing, too, is I don't really want to have to drive that much each day. Yeah. Like, I really kind of want to drive four to five hours a day. <laughs> well, yeah, four to five hours is a lot. And the problem is you can't really get that far. Right. And then, you have, and then you, if you want to see what's there, then you, you're going to have to spend a, a, at least a day in yeah. these places. So then. So, so now this just, trip is would, really long. It takes. Yeah, it would take so long. I just think I'm too old for that because, like I said, like it it takes it just driving to L.A. takes it out of yeah. me. Well, it's, you know, I think because Steve and I were thinking about doing this trip where we would go to Chicago because we've never been to Chicago and there's all these restaurants that he wants to go to, to Chicago. And then we thought about like renting a car and then maybe driving down to 
um, Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. you know, different areas. So like maybe flying to certain areas and then yeah. renting a car and driving and doing pockets of places, mm-hmm. like maybe just doing it that way. Like, you know, flying to Montana right. and doing pockets right? or like flying to somewhere near the Grand Canyon and seeing it and then leaving. Like, I think I, I I'm with you on that. I think I need to fly to places and do pockets of places mm-hmm. and flying because but the other part of it is there are, you know, these places like Hannibal, Missouri, like, you know, there some of these places you really do have to get in a car and right. drive There's across not an country close by. Yeah. And you do kind of want to see, like, what does this look like? Like, yeah. there are to get a sense of um, certain parts of California, too. You know, you kind of have to drive mm-hmm. down. You have to, like. You know, drive down the one. You yeah. have to drive, drive down, through the redwoods. Drive and, through things yeah. to see what they really are. And so I do I do think that you have to drive part of it, but I'm with you. Like I do not want to be in a car going across the country and then what all the way back. I mean, oy, vey, it's me. Yeah. No. Anyway. I w- you know, at that point I'd drop the RV off at <laughs> somewhere and fly back. It's like yeah. Yeah. No, I know. And the, there's such a big country with so many things to see. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yes. It's a lot. But, um, anywho, back to these people. Back to Mark Twain's okay, house. Okay. Yes. Now, I have a strange, uh, again, some of my strange notes written here next to Mark Twain. I have homely Mormon women. Yes. Act, this was act of Christian charity to marry one. Yes. Now, so did this, Mark Twain say that? Yes. Okay. So the tour guide reads, of course, because they're polygamists, the tour guide reads something that the that Mark Twain said about polygamists, mm-hmm. about how, or Mormons, about how it's an act of ch- Christian charity. When he, when he went to Utah, I guess, and saw how, that um, Mormon women that they were so ugly, mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, you know, it was an act of service for the, all these men to marry them. Wow. You know? And so, um, Cody then puts his foot in his mouth and he says, yeah, some, well, some of them are pretty. And, and of course they're all like, yeah, your wives. Oh, he's like, oh no, no, you're all pretty. I mean, he just puts his foot in his mouth. Yeah. So it didn't go over well. Anyway, so they finally get, they finally get to, Cody, of course, is describing it. He's like, you know, you get into Nauvoo, you know, you just get in there and it's just like, it's just, it's like Nirvana. Yes. You just kind of walk, you know, you're there and it's just this little town and then you make a, you make a right and then you're driving along and then there's the water in the lake and then you just turn and then all of a sudden you see the big church, the big temple, the big temple. Yeah. And he was, yeah, he talked about that. I mean, talked about that temple like it was yeah like it was all right it was all right well we i live a couple miles here from the um the mormon temple in the oakland hills which Mm -hmm. i think is one of the biggest mormon temples Mm. in the country i mean it's ginormous so which is so weird because this area is probably one of the biggest liberal enclaves I don't know anybody in who's Mormon the uh, country and right in the mi- smack dab in the middle of it prime real estate on the top of this hill with a mm-hmm. view of the entire bay uh, is this Mormon temple mm-hmm. and um, it's it's fun to go up there at Christmas time they decorate it and they'll let you know they'll let 
anyone come on the grounds and mm-hmm. and walk around, look at it. Of course, you can't go in the temple, but then they have this visitor center that you can go in and it's got a lot of like pictures of Jesus on the cross and mm-hmm. strange things. And there's people walking around in there with their name tags on and you're just kind of like, okay, I, I should probably go. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, the only person I knew personally, I had a friend when I used to work at the Claremont, Heather, she grew up Mormon and she was real messed up over mm. it. <laughs> uh oh. Um, but yeah, I don't really know. I don't, I can't think of any other people who I actually know, like in real life that are Mormon. Hmm. Do you? Do you no. know anybody? No. No, no one. Yeah. No. I can't even think of anybody. No. All right. Well, anyway, the, so the, they finally get to Hiram's pl- house. Yeah. And um, you know what? Robin had goosebumps. Oh, boy. And then that guy, Chris, is there. I'm like, what is he doing here? This is so weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I could have given him the keys then. Yeah. It was bizarre. So then we meet their tour guide. Uh, this is day five. Yeah. Joseph Johnson, who looks like Jesus yes. uh, with long hair, but he's in the LDS faith. And, you know, he starts giving a bunch of little, you know, history lessons. He says that Brigham Young told Hiram Smith about polygamy and Hiram told Joseph. I don't know. Well, Joseph. So so Joseph Smith was commanded by God to take plural wives he had 33 wives. Yes. And so apparently Hiram, yes. So Brigham Young told Hiram that this was going on, that there was, that there was plural marriage and that Joseph is a polygamist. And I guess that Joseph, that this is when Hiram was like, okay, I guess I have to accept this, I guess, apparently. And that, um, and that they also learned, which really blew their minds, really blew Robin's mind, that he had 33 wives and that 12 were already married to other men. So, and that they would stay with these other men after they got married, which meant that there were brother husbands. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, dun, thing, dun, dun. the thing that Cody is so, you know, uh, disgusted by, the, the, the vulgarity. The, the vulgarity. <laughs> the vulgarity of brother husbands. Um so then they went to, so they went to um, Carthage, Carthage, yeah, which is where Joseph Smith was killed at the jail. And so, <laughs> this whole story, this whole story, weird. I was just kind of like, well, you had a reason to. J- I mean, so apparently, Navu, the Navu Ex- Expositor Press, which is a terrible name for a paper. Um, they printed that Smith, they started to print some things about Smith that I think Smith didn't like, right? Well, they, weren't they reporting he was a polygamist? polygamist? Basically, they were They were reporting that he was a polygamist. But wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> so, okay. so they were telling the truth. So basically the free press was right. saying he's a polygamist and, yeah. and we wasn't like, so basically the city council, which I, I take is, I, they say, so he says the city council voted, but it sounds like both Hiram and Joseph were on the city council. Mm-hmm. The city council voted to destroy the press. So because they, it was causing problems. Oh, because it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was. 
because it was reporting the truth about you and you were doing something that apparently was illegal, right? Joseph Smith well, and it's, Hiram? it's not a law. I mean, it's, is it? I don't know if it had been, polygamy hadn't been outlawed. I mean, this is just a church doctrine. I don't, I don't know. I, I was very confused by this well, story. I, I think, didn't care enough to really oh, like, go, well, see, go back and figure it out. Well, because, but the thing is the what the city council did, they voted to destroy the press, but they really destroyed the press. They like destroyed the printing press itself. Mm-hmm. So they, so, which is against the, I mean, they destroyed property. And so they, and one of the men watching all of this was the great, great, great grandfather, William Adams, who was related to Mary. Mary's, yeah. So Joseph was then ordered to go to court for burning the press and the city council. And as he was leaving the courthouse, I guess all of this created so many problems that he was then um, he for tre- he was then arrested for tre- treason. Treason. Yeah. Oh, well, and there, because there was martial law, I was so confused. Yeah, I this story's crazy, and like I said, I didn't really care enough about it to to understand it. But it basically ends up in, um, and then they take him to. So then then they move to another location. Because that this is this is all told to them outside of the press. Uh, okay, room. so then don't then don't they go to the jail? Yes, then they okay. go to the jail, and this is where Robin now pipes in mm-hmm. and says that one of her relatives, because there's this guy John Sullivan Fulmer. Yes, and and she says, well, and Sullivan is her stepfather, so whatever. But anyway, she says that that's her great 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 grandfather, and this guy was in jail with. Joseph Smith. Well, it was a lawyer. He wasn't. He wasn't in jail. Oh, he, he was there he was visiting. Visiting. He was. He wasn't in prison. <laughs> he was trying to. Oh yeah. He, he was sounds a, like a solicitor. He, he was a, a lawyer trying yeah. to help them. Yeah. Right. And then she said that Solomon was named for this guy. Mm-hmm. But where do you get Solomon out of John Sullivan Fulmer? No, the name. The guy's name was John Solomon Fulmer. His oh. middle name is Solomon. It's oh, not I, Sullivan. I thought she said Sullivan. No, it's Solomon. Okay, Fulmer. that makes more sense. That makes more sense. So, okay, so then Hiram, Hiram Smith was murdered by who? So, um, wait, was Hiram Smith in, in jail too? Yes. So they were both put in jail for this treason or for, I don't know if it was for, I still don't understand what they were exact. If they were, they were, uh, I guess they were originally arrested for the destroying the press. And then they were, because it created chaos, they were, oh, they had martial law, martial law, martial law. And then, then they were voted because it created all of these problems. They were rearrested again and brought into the jail. And so, and then there was such a mob outside. Mm-hmm. The mob came in. So they don't even know who exactly shot them. But they first shot Hiram. And then Joseph was executed by the mob. And he was shot. And then he his body fell out of the window onto the grass. Oh, wow. How dramatic. And then they grabbed him, apparently, and was like, like, beat him to death. Like, beat him to death outside. But, but this was the other thing. Um... 
Of course, Cody says, you know, it helps him see his life in his own perspective. You know, Joseph died for his freedom, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But this, there, there was something that happened before that, which is, you know, that there was a museum across right, the street. Right. And they couldn't, but the director of the museum wouldn't let him in because they're polygs, mm-hmm. polygamous. And so Cody gets on his soapbox and he's like, you know what? I just can't believe they wouldn't let us in. You know, everyone discrimination, this discrimination against me. Everyone has a heart and a belief and a hope. And how can I be? And I'm just thinking to myself, I wrote that down because I'm thinking to myself, oh, really? Just like your daughter, Gwendolyn Mm -hmm. and Leon. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Cody. And so you when it's when it's put upon you, Cody, you have a problem with it. But when it's put upon someone else, apparently not. But also you're in a faith again, whatever branch of this thing you're in, the AUB, whatever, that it's all premised on the teachings of Joseph Smith, who was racist, uh, sexist, homophobic, Mm -hmm. everything, everything. And it literally, like the it's it's written into the the this religion. Um, you know, they finally had to the or the LDS Church voted to you know allow black people to join the church. Like not that long ago, you know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> maybe ten or fifteen years ago or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, a Cody with his yeah all his stuff about freedom and this and that. It's a, what a bunch of bullshit. Well, the other thing, too, is that, I mean, so many things are coming to mind, yeah. but the, the, I don't know, the, <laughs> I don't, the other problem is, is that the, I don't know, we can just move on. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to. Yeah. Look, by now we all know what the problems are. We we all know Cody like uh very well. And yes, yeah, yes. it's just okay. So then I guess that's that. Yeah, I don't that know. was pretty much the end. I don't I mean, know what their trip home was like. Yeah, we don't even <laughs> see the trip home. Either the trip home was incredibly boring or Cody lost his goddamn mind. and Or maybe they were like, you know what? Maybe they flew them home. I, I know. That was my next thought was like, we're just going to fly these people home. Yeah. I was just going to say the whole thing, which I thought was so interesting was. So let me get this straight. Let me l- let's just break down the story about Joseph Smith that. Essentially, Joseph Smith was doing something. The free press reported the truth. Right. He did not like that. Because that was not good for his little religion. That was not good for his image. Mm-hmm. So he decided to destroy it. Not d- like destroy it. Destroy yeah, it. Like, burn it down. Burn it down. Like not like like figuratively yeah, or literally. metaphorically, but literally burn it down. Mm-hmm. And then... And, and and then he was arrested and you all act like, God damn it, he shouldn't have been arrested, yeah. you know, or, oh, God, he was, you know, that's so terrible. It's like, well, no, he he started that, you know, you, you started all this crap. Right. You started this. It's a little bit of like, OK, so was the angry mob full of people who were, I guess, pissed, because not of- obviously not affiliated with this I guess church. Not. You would think that they're that- just those regular townspeople who are like. 
you know, what the hell are you doing? Like, I you, guess so. You come in here and you maybe, you know, start this religion and you start all this stuff. And it would like, who do you think you are? You know, I guess so. You would think it would be the other way around. You think the angry mob would have gone in there and killed the other people and brought these two would be their leaders. But I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, the, the story, the story is very weird. Well, is it Joseph Smith? OK, is he the one who is he the one that found the scrolls yeah, in the in woods the forest? that one day? Yeah. In the wo- yeah. Or, or yeah. And God spoke to him and yes. basically said, OK, here here's the rundown. This is the religion. That's what I These that's are what the I kept pausing about earlier because yeah. I didn't want. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, sure this is full of misinformation. I know. I know. But, but I just and, uh, and this is the part that I think is just a little like, really? I mean, I just, I don't have I mean, like two, three extra hours to, you know, get all the facts but all, straight. But, but all of this is about, it, but th- this is what the chore guy told him. God spoke to him and mm-hmm. told him that he should plural marriage. Right. This is what God told him. So right. this is what this whole thing is based on, that God told him. Right. God did. And then he just started in, and and that's imposing how imposing it, it on this yes. town and that's why i think that the angry mob with these people in the town who was like who is this guy who just comes to our town mm-hmm. and tries to take over and is doing this you know and mm-hmm. burning down the, the press yeah not okay yeah so anyway um wow what an episode Oof, boy <laughs> nauvoo what a town nauvoo illinois i have no idea like where that is near or yeah, what if it where it is in in relationship to Chicago or anything? I don't know. It's probably like right in the middle of the state. Like, looked pretty rural. Yeah. All right. All right. So well, let's wrap this sucker up. Okay. Who started this? You did. Okay. <laughs> so um, again, uh, please subscribe so you can get the Sister Wives Rewind and Sister Wives Season Eighteen right when they come out. Check us out on social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok at Psych Legal Pop. And if you enjoy our podcast, if you could leave us a five-star rating and review, we would really appreciate it. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah. If you're new to the podcast, you know, we have lots of episodes. So go check out some. We don't just talk about Sister Wives. Right now we're mainly talking about Sister Wives, but we've covered... Um, we just finished covering and just like that, mm-hmm. uh, the second season. And, um, we've talked about a lot of documentaries. Um, we've talked about various people, Britney Spears, Meghan Markle. That's very early on some reality TV, yeah, reality TV shows. We, yeah. Topics, co- popular cultural yes, topics, yes. lots of different things. Yeah. Wide variety. So, so, and you're always welcome on, if you go to social media to let us know some things that you want us to cover, we're going to be covering sister wives, this rewind and the new season for a bit. Um, so I don't think we're going to be adding anything new, but we will definitely be adding some new stuff once this, this season 18 is over. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much. Hope to see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 